0: Welcome back to That's Orgasmic. You are joined by your host, sexologist Emily Duncan, and this is the last episode of the season. It's the last episode of the year, and I am coming to you with a personal story, which I haven't done in a while. Uh, if you haven't noticed, I've kind of tried to steer away from that and I guess do a bit more of like just being a sexologist, not my personal life. But this story, it had to be spoken about. It literally had to. Even my psychologist was like, do you have like a Carrie Bradshaw, dating column type section vibe on the podcast? And I was like, I used to tinder tuesdays i used to have that but we haven't done that in a really long time so this is gonna be like like a tinder tuesday episode tinder kind of is involved but it wasn't like purely a tinder date so you're you're in for it this should be this should be funny um i know i won't be the only one who's experienced this but i can't imagine a lot of people have experienced this i also want to apologize in advance this is going to be a pretty heteronormative cisnormative conversation and although I'm queer myself it involved me on a date with a cis man and it's just created a more like heteronormative conversation with how it played out but there are so many issues and layers with this story that like I just have to talk about it and like I'm not discussing this to shit on the people who were involved I'm just wanting to discuss like the bigger issues here that are like intertwined throughout this date there was a lot of feminist misogynistic issues all throughout this um and it's just one of those moments where you're just like what the fuck is going on like is this actually happening right now like is this happening before my eyes but anyway story time I meet this guy We previously talked on Tinder and booked in a date, but it didn't go ahead. So I see him at this party. We start talking. Um, all is going well. I stir him up about the fact that he flaked on the date and we just kept talking all night. Throughout this night, I play hard to get. He tries to kiss me, for instance. and I literally put my hand up in his face and I'm like, no, you have to take me on a date first. You can't kiss me unless you take me on a date. And I just kept reiterating the fact that, like, if he wanted to pursue me, a date had to happen first. So any, like, moves he tried to make or anything, I was like, nope, date. So I leave him on his lonesome at this party at, like, 2 a.m. and I get an Uber home. So he messages me the next day and he's like, I'm going to get work off the day after the planned date because we had decided that we were going to go, like, that Wednesday. So this is Saturday. We say we're going to go on a date on the Wednesday. He messages me on Sunday. And the, literally like in the first, I think it was even the first message or the second message, he says like, I'm getting work off the day after so we can have a few drinks. And I was like, oh, okay. Like this man is serious. Like he's literally taking work off the next day. He's being proactive about this. He wants to go on the date. So we talk for the next three days and then like it comes to Wednesday and we have this date. Now me and this guy have mutual friends and these mutual friends are going to the pub on the same night as our date. So I was like to him, look, like, if we want, we can go there after. We'll just like sus the vibe, see how we go, and then we can go join them. Now I find out within like the hour before this date that he actually had had sex with somebody else at this party on the Saturday after I left. Now I was like, this is fine. Sex is sex. This man can do what he wants. If he's wanting to pursue something with that person, I would assume he wouldn't have messaged me to go on a date the next day after he's left their house. Like I would, I would assume the only issue here was like I knew, I knew this person who had slept with, and like me and this other girl were like drank a few times together, um, and like have had a few times interacting, but like we we don't hang out one-on-one, we don't message each other, like, we don't actually know what's going on in each other's lives, unless, say, like, a mutual friend said something, so, like, I was just, like, okay, hopefully this is fine, it might be a bit awkward, like, the next time I see her, um, if she knows about this date, but, like, it should be fine, I don't know, we will find out, (laughs) anyway, I go on this date, and, like, mind you, so we are at this place for two hours, he does not ask me a single question about myself, basically. Like, there was no asking about my work. There was no asking about, like, this podcast. There was no asking about my family. There was no asking about, like, literally anything in my life. Like, the only time he might have thrown a question at me was if, like, we were discussing something random, like, tattoos. Like, he just didn't. Like, I literally it got to the point I had to be like one of my things I said I was like because he was British and I was like um so like what do you think of the royals as a British person because I was like I don't know what else to say like he made it so hard so hard to have a conversation with him And I was like maybe it's because he's sober maybe he's like a bit awkward a bit shy I don't know it was just it was so boring There was no spice. He was not engaging. And like, it wasn't until the next morning that I was like, if that had just been the date and like, we left at nine and went home, I would have been like, no, I'm not going to have a date with him. Like, what was that? Like, it was honestly probably the worst first date I had been on, which still wasn't bad. Like, it wasn't that awkward. It was just boring. Like, all the other ones, there's a bit more of like excitement and suspense, um, if you know what I mean. And they actually asked me questions. But... Yeah, it wasn't it. But we have dinner, drinks, and then I'm like, it's okay. Our friends are going to be at this pub, so we keep. And I'm like, I also think like if we keep drinking, things might pick up. Um, not that that's a good sign that we have to like get drunk to be able to be around each other. But you know, so we go to drag bingo at this other place, and I was like, yes, this will be fun. Like something different. He's never done drag bingo before, and like just something fun, something that's happening. That's not like forcing conversation. But the whole time we're there, he's messaging his mates because they're at this pub and he wants to go. So it was kind of like annoying. Like, they're not, your mates aren't gonna disappear. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going anywhere. Like, let's just focus on this. Or we can literally go straight away. So, like, there's literally red flags everywhere. And honestly, we're not even like vibing that much at this point. Like, I think it was clear to both of us, like, it just wasn't, it wasn't really it. However, we go to this next pub. So we finish Jack. we go, we go to this next pub. But at this pub is the girl that he'd slept with a few days earlier. And I was like, oh, like, I don't know how this is going to go. Is this going to be a shit show? Like, is she going to be triggered by us walking in together? Was it just sex? Did this mean more to her? Did it mean more to him? Would she rather be the one like on this date? Would he rather her on this date? But like, if he did, then why didn't like, why would you be going on a date with me? Like, literally take somebody else, take her, whatever. It's like, I just didn't know what she was thinking. Didn't know what he was thinking. I don't know if he was, like, shitting himself, walking in here, being like, I'm going to have these two girls in front of me. Like, what do I do? And, like, it, yeah, I just didn't know how it was going to go. And, obviously, I only found out, like, just before the date that he had slept with her. So, like, if I didn't, I would have walked in there with no idea. Like, I literally would have walked in there and just been, like, everything's fine. Everything's normal. Um, So I'm glad I did have the heads up, um, especially for how things then panned out. But I'm also just hoping at this point, like maybe we'll have a few more drinks. The vibe will change. We had just had a bottle of champagne. So I knew we were going to like, we're going to be pissed pretty soon because like we drank it very quickly. Um, However, upon reflection, upon reflection, with everything that had happened until this point, so not worth it, like, I should, I should have just cut, cut it then, like, said something then, but, like, in the first, like, five, ten minutes of being there, though, this other girl who has slept with him goes up to the bar with him, and I can't be quoted on this, but says something to him, like, you can find me later when you're going home, or, like, I'll take you home later, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was basically insinuating that, she wanted to go home with him and letting him know that she will be there ready and waiting for him. Now, she must've told this to the other girls. And then obviously like they came and told me straight away because like, I'm on a date with him. And now I have her saying, I'm taking you home, focus on me. And I'm instantly just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, who does that? Like I would never approach somebody who I know is on a date and try and make their date pursue me instead. Like I feel like it's just basic respect to allow people to have their date and like especially when you know everybody. Like where's the respect? And then like if you are interested message them later. Organize your own date. That's how the date went and if they aren't keen on me after the date then pursue them. Like there are so many other ways to go about it than literally cracking onto them in the first five, 10 minutes that are there. Like I was just horrified. I was horrified and it really didn't sit well with me because it felt like I'd just been thrown into some competition. Like Who can be the one to take him home? It felt so toxic, so gross. And, like, I didn't want to be pitted against another woman for a man. When most of the time, like, the men already have the fucking audacity. Like, men have the fucking audacity. They don't need an ego boost. I definitely had all this, like, internalized misogyny come up and also had this need for, like, validation in this moment. And, like, also we've got alcohol involved. So, like, everything definitely felt heightened and I feel like you just everything can just feel more dramatic more emotional feels like there's more at stake so I just let things play out me and this guy start chatting on the couch and we are finally having like the banter that we had had on the Saturday night prior and it just like feels better also I don't know how this man's feeling right now like I don't know when he was walking in what he was thinking like if he was already like, I want to go this other girl, or I want to focus on, like, I don't know what was going through his head, I also don't even know if they were messaging for these days in between, like, I have no idea where they're, like, they stand with each other right now, but I, it quickly, it quickly just turned, it turned, so for, like, the rest of the night, nearly every single time I went to get a drink, to go to the toilet, to leave, and, like, come back This girl was either sitting on him, had pulled him away, had a hand on his shoulder, like so, 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 so much touching. Like there was so much touching and just doing everything to try and get him to take her home. Like I, it was, there was so much and like, God knows what she was saying to him. Like, if this is just the physical side that I'm seeing, like God knows what she's saying. If she's already approached him in the first 10 minutes being like, I'm taking you home later. Like there was literally one time I went to get a drink. By the time I came back, she was literally in his lap in a chair. And like I just looked at my mates and they looked at me like, is this really fucking happening right now? Like, this has to be a joke. And like the most fucked up thing about this whole situation is this man let this play out. He did not have the respect to say, I'm on a date, let's do this another time. He didn't say, Hey, I'm not interested. He didn't try and stop any of it. And instead he just like went along with it. And I was like that's such a fuckboy mentality. So disgusting. Where is the respect? You were literally on a fucking date with one person and allowing another person to literally physically be all over you in front of me. Like that is disgusting. So that was like really pissing me off. But in between these moments, he's trying to kiss me and crack onto me. Like, there was literally one time he's, like, tapping his cheek, trying to get me to kiss his cheek so he could turn and kiss me. And I was just, like, I literally said to him, like, no, I'm not kissing you in here. And I don't know if it's just because I'd already seen some stuff play out that I was just, like, no, this isn't happening. Or, I don't know, I was still playing hard to get. I don't know, I can't remember exactly, but I just knew when he was trying to kiss me that I was just, like, no, like, this isn't This isn't happening. I'm not going to kiss you. And like also, so he's trying to kiss me. He's dancing with me. He's putting his his hands around my neck in like his sexual dominance way. He's giving me a piggyback between pups and literally just showing me like, hey, I'm interested, but I'm also allowing this other girl to do everything in between. And so it's just like really confusing like I really had no idea which way this was gonna go and it wasn't until like the end when I'm standing in between them talking with these other boys and they're literally behind like their hands are behind me holding hands and I'm like what the fuck is going on like do you think I can't see this and I'm like that is so fucking disrespectful once again on both parties like what the fuck is happening And so, like, we get to the end of the night and I'm just like to him, like, what are you doing? Like, he lives out of town, like, are you coming back to mine? Like, what's the go? And he's like, oh, it's our first date. We can't go home together. And then turns around to this other chick, thinking I can't hear, and says, am I coming back to yours? And then he comes back up to me and he, like, asks for my vape. And I was like, fuck no. I was like, you cannot take me on a date. Then go up to this other chick, say you're going home with her, and then just expect use my bait and I was like the audacity the audacity to come up and try and like take things from me use my things like we're all buddy buddy and you're doing this behind my back and again I was just like where is the respect from this man like my god and like honestly at this point I was like thank god I'm not going home with him because he does not have any good qualities at this point like he's a literal walking red flag but also like just saying that last part of the story I can only imagine the fucking bros chat that this guy had afterwards like if he literally explains that situation that just happened just being like oh yeah I went on a date with one chick and I went home with another and I was literally just going between one and the other and they were just fucking throwing themselves at me like I'm such a fucking player women love me I can treat them disrespectfully get away with it and still get my dick wet like fucking oath man disgusting honestly disgusting and like the men who condone this behavior too disgusting because I imagine if he did tell his mate they would just think he's a fucking legend and think like you're yeah, fucking go off king like disgusting everything about this is just like so wrong so like obviously during this whole night I just felt like it was these two women being pitted against each other we're both pretending like we're not pursuing the same person like there was no discussion between us there was no discussion between me and this guy, or to my knowledge, her and him, or who knows what the fuck were they were saying, but there was definitely no talk about, like, how do we go about this in a respectful way? Who is interested in who? Like, we were all just, like, trying to pretend that this wasn't happening. Like, even for me, like, I'm trying to pretend, like, she's not sitting in his lap across from me. I'm sure she's trying to pretend that he's not trying to kiss me. Like, we're both just trying to pretend, like, this isn't happening, and... Uh, it was just, it was so wrong. And like, now I know myself, I would never pursue somebody who is on a date during that date, especially when I know that person. Like, I feel like it's just basic manners. So I couldn't help but feel like this immense validation that this person must have needed from this. Like, this wasn't about me and I don't even think it was about him I think on a deeper level it's this like internalized misogyny this low self-esteem in which you therefore need to put yourself in this chasing position to provide validation if you get what you were chasing and like I just happened to have a psych appointment the next day so like it was fucking perfect time it was so funny like I was literally like you will not believe my night like it was just like a gossip session it was so funny And we just unpacked this and I was just like, we were both like, it's so sad that we see women still pitting themselves against each other, fighting for men who don't even fucking deserve the privilege. And like, obviously there's a lot more deep rooted stuff going on here, especially for her, I imagine. Same goes to me. Like, why are we both pursuing a man who is clearly engaging with us both, who clearly has no respect for either of us and is just enjoying this attention. Like, why are we doing this? Like, we clearly have no respect for each other. We clearly have no respect for ourselves in this situation. And like, I know for me, it was this sense of validation, like trying to protect my ego. Like he wasn't even worth it. Like I didn't even like him on this date. Like he literally, I was like, not vibing with him but then I found myself being in this situation of like well I'm on a date with him how fucking embarrassing if he goes home with another woman but like it's not embarrassing for me how fucking embarrassing for him like how disgusting that he thinks this is an okay way to treat women seriously grow up have some respect like it was just so like disgusting I keep saying that word because literally it was so bad And, like, also there were other people there watching this happen and they weren't saying anything to him. To my knowledge, like, they weren't being like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Choose one. They also weren't, or, like, just have some fucking respect and wait till tomorrow. They also, like, weren't saying to this chick, hey, like, she's on a date. Uh, Maybe leave it till tomorrow. Like, why are we allowing this behavior to continue? Like, all the bystanders, myself, like, everybody allowed this to, to go ahead. And like, I literally did it myself too. Like I didn't pull him up on it until the very end. I didn't leave the situation and go fuck this. I engaged with it. And it just really made me think about how much these patriarchal structures and society have influenced us to have such low self-worth that we need this kind of validation, that we are willing to do this at the expense of other women. Like we aren't on some dating show like Love Island like, this is the real world. This isn't one of those tough, like, situations where you can be, like, I'm not afraid to step on other people's toes to go after what I am, like, go after what I want. Like, but if you, in this scenario, like, you're literally doing this at the expense of other women to make yourself feel good and feel validated. For what? And, like, I've seen this numerous times with men and women where, not necessarily a date but like where men will literally have women fighting over them on a dance floor for instance in a nightclub one chick will get a chance to dance with this guy then the next swoops in and goes for a dance or they literally will dance alongside each other fighting for their attention there's like this race for the first kiss who can get the first kiss off this guy to try and like seal the deal but then who really gets to seal the deal and take them home and it's just like we have this scarcity of men like this mindset like they're just not around or like the women want the guy more because other girls want him and it's just like fucked up and I feel like I hardly see men doing the chasing anymore on Night Tower and not against each other like you don't see the two guys like literally both they're throwing themselves at a girl but also like why would these men do the chasing and stuff when they're literally having women take turns on who can try and win them over. And like, I've seen it on the dance floor before where there will be like two or three girls who all want the same guy and he fucks with all of them. He engages with all of them because what consequences are there? Like he can kiss one if the other hasn't pissed off and she's still there waiting, kiss her too. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, why are we doing this? Like, why are we doing this? And like, obviously women pursue all the men you want, fuck all the men you want, but why do we keep doing this at the expense of other women? Like, it's just so sad to see and seeing it happen on various different occasions. Like, I'm seeing this in different settings. Obviously, I had never seen, like, the situation I was in play out before. But, like, I just feel like we need to be more, like, supportive of each other. Have some respect. Like, if you want to pursue somebody, there's ways to go about it. And, like, if that man really wants you, he will pursue you. He'll take you on dates, he'll only focus on you, he won't allow other girls to be all over him and like the men who are enabling this behaviour are not worth it, who are doing this are like not worth it and the thing was with this guy, I don't even think he was pursuing either of us because as soon as I had the opportunity to pursue him, I would try and pursue him and as soon as she had the opportunity to pursue him, she was trying to pursue him so I don't even feel like he had to do anything except exist and have fun with it And that's exactly what he did. So anyway, it was just, it was one hell of a date. I went home and I was like, what the fuck happened tonight? Like, what happened? I literally watched them go home together. And I went on a date with this man. I was like, what happened? Like, what? And I was just so appalled. So appalled at myself for engaging in this behaviour. Disgusted in him for doing it. And also shocked from, like, this other person who... Is like an acquaintance friend. I just was so surprised that she obviously didn't have any respect for me either in this situation. And it was just, it was, it was not it. It was so not it and not what I want to see. But anyway, that's my rant. And like, it was honestly, like, it was such a joke. As I said, like, I was literally laughing about it with my mates the next day with my psych. Like, I was just like, what the fuck happened? How do I get myself in this situation? It's giving very 2019, 2020 Tinder Tuesday, Emily. um, And I'm not ready to re-enter that era. But anyway, I'm having a break from podcasting. We will be back in January in about three weeks' time with new episodes, new season, new guests, and I'm so fucking excited. Now, I hope you all have an amazing Christmas, an amazing New Year's. I know this can be a really hard time of year, so I'm sending my love to everybody. And, like, let's just get excited for a new year of sex, a new year of dating, relationships, and a whole lot more pleasure. So, thank you, Shaggers. Thank you for an amazing season three. Thank you for an amazing year. And I'll see you in 2023. <laughs>